0: When life throws you a curveball, how are you going to handle adversity? Welcome to the Fearless Mindset Podcast, where you're about to go on a journey as I interview security, business, and entertainment leaders on what it takes to stay fearless. I'm your host, Mark Ludlow, and enjoy today's episode. Hello, folks. Welcome to the Fearless Mindset Podcast. And today, we're going to shake it up a little bit. Because we got Renee on Mm today and we all know she's a busy lady in the industry. She was the dynamic Wonder Woman at the SHOT Show doing her her ambassadors um, athlete thing as the 511 CEO describes it all. (laughs) And (laughs) we just had Mr. CEO, um, I think couple days ago from uh, 511 on. That was great. Uh, wealth of information. But Michelle, thanks for your time. And thanks for joining us and sharing your story of what you see in the industry. And if you're listening to this um, podcast, just uh, if you're if you're guys and gals, just be ready. You're going to get a different perspective on things. We've had the military guys. We've had law enforcement folks. We've had Navy SEAL folks. We've had Special Forces folks. We're going to get her from Renee's set of eyes on this day. She's been at it for a while. And you guys all know she's on Wait, then Is that what, 40,000 followers on that platform alone?
1: Yeah, I just, <laughs> I hit 44, I think.
0: <laughs> oh, oh my gosh.
1: I think I'm almost at 45. I haven't looked lately.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, share with the audience what's going on, because we'll, we'll be putting this on a different platform. What have you experienced In the social media platforms, you personally, that you've been like, a lot of crazy things are going on. Well,
1: yeah, I've been kicked off of TikTok. Um, You can't, I can't post anything about guns or teaching on there. Uh, Apparently, it's very offensive to others and they report me. So I've been banned from TikTok already. That was, that was less than a month. I was, I figured everybody was doing it. Let me get on the trend. And I started posting a bunch of stuff. Well, I was kicked off in a month. So I said, screw it. Then I was on Instagram and I got put in a timeout by Instagram. Um, because I kidnapped my husband on a date and, uh, they didn't type, they didn't take lightly to that. Uh, so you cannot use the word kidnap or you will get in a timeout, which sucked because I was getting paid for my reels and they put me in a timeout for three months and I said, screw this. Uh, so in August, I decided to, go on to LinkedIn of last year. And that has just been blowing up for me. Um, I've noticed that there are so many people out there that want the education. Uh, I've been getting a lot of work for uh, executive protection as well on LinkedIn. And as well as teaching, people want to know about firearms and self-defense and how to protect themselves. So on that note, I've kind of left Instagram again, because... They have changed their rules and policies and guidelines, community guidelines. You cannot mention or write the word or hashtag the word gun, weapons, knives, uh, firearms, Second Amendment, anything that has to do with any kind of weapons. You cannot put that You can get away with it by putting like little hashtags in there or like mixing up the wording. But I've noticed that I've been shadow banned because there's a little thing that you can go on your account status. And it says that you have violated community guidelines. You can delete or edit if you'd like. And I'm like, I don't have time to do this. So I've been really focusing on LinkedIn.
0: That is just wild to me because you're getting paid on your reels on Instagram. Yeah. Money for whatever you posted, right?
1: Yeah. (laughs) And now they banned me where only maybe 0.1% maybe sees it or they don't even show it at all. Wow. It's pretty sad.
0: So late dead is is the go-to for you business to business training. Would you say your video is getting the most... Traction. People are just interested in what you're putting together. I mean, rolling around in the dirt and you're shooting <laughs> AR. I better watch what I say because I could get banded. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> you have these rifles and you're on the rifle raid and you're shooting different angles rolling around in the dirt. I mean, what could be, I mean, that's just training with tools. And wow, that's, that's just, just wild to me. But just, Lee Den doesn't seem to have a problem with it.
1: You know, not yet, but... I think I really, on both platforms, like on on Instagram, I really kind of like, okay, it's Instagram. Um, It's a whole different business platform on LinkedIn. And it's, you're dealing a lot more with professionals and I keep it very professional. What's your opinion? What do you want to do about this? How are we going to solve this problem? Uh, I also showcase that not only am I a trainer, I'm out there doing it and rolling around in the dirt and I'm doing everything that I could possibly do to learn and also come back to my students and say, Hey, I'm a student too, but this is what I'm also doing. Then I'm also out in the field, um, doing executive protection. So I'm kind of protecting people, what I love to do. And then I'm teaching people to protect themselves. But LinkedIn is really let's say like it's controversial, but it's not because you also still get the haters. I got lots of haters. So I'm doing something good. You know that (laughs) Um, I get a lot of repost, which is nice. And uh, I mean, the the messages, I feel bad. If anybody's listening to this and I have not messaged you back, please, 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 (laughs) please forgive me. I get overwhelmed so much with so many messages and emails that I can barely keep up. I'm, and so when I get home, you guys, I just want to be a mom and a wife and just kick my feet up, have a glass of wine and not think about anything. So I do apologize. How many kids do you have? I have three daughters.
0: Wow. Yeah. And they're all in elementary school age, right?
1: Uh, yeah. Well, not quite. I have three-year-old twin girls, identical twin girls, and then I have wow. a 10-year-old daughter. And Yeah.
0: It's, yeah, You're busy, Mama. Mama Bear.
1: I am very, very busy. Um, it's very rewarding, but it's exhausting, too, <laughs> especially when I get home from work. If I'm it, gone it took- for a week and I get back home, it, it's like no unwinding for Mama. It's like they, I'm like the jungle it, gym. They're all over me.
0: And there's so many women out there that can relate to you that are holding down a job, not just an EP work, mm-hmm. but... They're holding it down a day job and they got to work with, you know, their spouse or their partner. And then they got to do the same thing. They're living in Southern California and they're just trying to keep their wits about them. Yeah. Try to bring out that, that extra cash to pay the bills. It's, it's not, it's not an easy juggle. No, it isn't. Um, <laughs>
1: California is not easy to live out here. Um, first of all, we have our stupid laws. <sighs> I mean, people are like, just th- move. What do you think about
0: that? What do you think about the stupid laws? I can't
1: keep up with them anymore. I mean, I just read one the other day about I mean, California is going to be hiring. Um, you don't have to be a citizen to be a police officer in what? California. Yeah, it was a new thing that was passed, and I'm like, I didn't vote for that. Uh, that that's that's insane. I mean, we're already uh, we're already struggling get to get police officers or good police officers. And now you're going to involve that. And, and now there's going to be all this corruption. We're already in the wild, wild west. So we don't need any more. And it's just, I feel like they're adding more fuel to this fire. I mean, my job will be booming, but still. Yeah. It's like it, <laughs> right to it? sector security is yeah. The
0: sector securities and explode. Yeah. common sense. Yeah. There's with the politicians.
1: No com- yeah. Nothing. I mean, you wonder how they I even had, get started. I've not in heard that yet. <laughs> I just, and I'm hoping that this is like a hoax because I started reading on it and I'm like, you're insane. <laughs> you, and I'm just like, I, I can't even anymore with, I can't keep up. I can't keep up with the new gun laws that they have. I can't keep up with the, the things that they're passing. It's just, it's ridiculous.
0: And you're a an native Californian, aren't you? I am.
1: Born and raised out here. Would I like to move? Wow. Yes. But. It's kinda <laughs> kind of hard at the moment.
0: Kind of hard right now. Well,
1: and here's the is thing. Your, Business is booming in LA.
0: Is it? Yeah. I've heard. It's exploding.
1: hmm So people want security out there, and it's nice to be able to offer it. What,
0: what's going on down there, Renee? What's going on in LA? Is it the celeb? Is it the corporate? Is it the estate stuff? I don't get any Beckers has a, a big hold on that. They do great work, and- uh, I'm sure there's people that say I'm stupid for saying that. I'm good friends with James Hamilton, and so shout out to James and Gavity Becker for what they do. They right. they train some good athletes, good uh, agents, and all that. And. I know there's some other companies that, you know, it's like, it's like a turf war down there in LA, but you got the little cartels, you got this company and you got that company and we're better than you. Why? Because we are Vice versa. It's like, it's it's, like, whatever. You
1: know what? (laughs) I look at it this way. Um, I use this term a lot. I, I, um, I got this term from Julie Ferris. She's awesome. She was one of a uh, class that I took, but she said it best when we can cross pollinate with each other. There's so much work out there. Why not work For together? Us. And uh, I love that saying, because if you could tuck your ego away and just cross pollinate with everybody that's out there and work as a team, we'd, we'd actually all be stronger in, in, in our uh, industry, I guess you would say. I mean, we do this with the uh, gun industry too. I mean, there's wars here, there, and everybody has their said, they said, blah, blah, blah my way is right way, blah, blah, blah. You know, I'm like, okay, you guys, let's stop the pissing war and like all work together and just get the proper knowledge out. Like, if it's not broken, then don't fix it. Like, or wait, yeah, yeah, if it's not broken, then don't fix it. Like, just, Don't modify different techniques and make it into your own thing. Stick to the principles on things. Same thing with executive protection. Same thing with firearms. Same things with self-defense, teaching hand-to-hand combat. Just stick to the what and the why and what works for people and what works for your job. And there's no fighting, (laughs) but we don't live in that kind of world. So it's kind of entertaining for us, I guess.
0: Is it because we have it? The alpha personalities in yeah. the exact protection industry that so. make it like that. Yeah, okay.
1: I'd say so. I mean, you get you have to have a strong personality to to be in this industry. Um, you have to let a lot roll off on you, and you know, as a female, I know I've had to have a lot roll off me. I mean, and I don't like to separate females to males because I really look at us as one unit, but. You know, in a men in a man's industry and in the world, I would say, um, you, you you pull up to a detail and you got a brand new team, and they look at a female, and all, and I'm the only one, and they look and they're like, "Great, we have." A you friend. can tell on their face, yeah, you can tell. And you I'm get, like, "All right, don't sugarcoat it." I'm like, "Hi, how are you, Renee Stringer?"
0: And then you just look at their expression on their face. Oh, like, big time! They're Who like, the heck are you? Mm-hmm.
1: And I'm just wow. like, "Wow." okay
0: and the demeanor is it young guys old guys alike it doesn't matter all the
1: above it doesn't it doesn't matter it doesn't matter at all
0: like what are you doing on our turf what are you doing 100
1: percent. they're like who invited her you can't sit with us um but wow i mean they're cool everybody like everybody i meet on a new team you always get that look and i mean i'm sure it's like the new guy and they probably do it to men i just don't see it and i and who knows? I probably do it when a new guy walks into a team, and I'm like, "Who's this guy?" <laughs>
0: wow! But
1: um, yeah,
0: that's 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 good to hear from your perspective. What you see?
1: Oh, I, I mean, we do that for a living. We read people. We look for people. Like we absorb people. And so, like when you walk in um, and you see that, you're like, "Okay," but what I want to say to women or even men when you're in that position. Don't go diarrhea on your mouth, meaning don't sit there and say your whole background. Don't sit there and who you've done executive protection for. Leave all those. If you have to start dropping names and start proving and justifying what you have on your background right away to your team that you just met... Just, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. You're going to lose all credibility and all respect for them. I mean, I, the guy that comes in and starts running his mouth right away, I'm like, let's see what your work does. And I'll tell you one thing. He's the weakest link. That guy that usually runs his mouth and drops name is the weakest link on the team.
0: How so? What do they do?
1: Oh, I... Erickson? They're not. Uh, let's see... Complacent.
0: Oh, sorry, B. complacent complacent? Okay.
1: because ego um their background they think that they have everything that they need to do or they uh were protecting a high profile celebrity and they dropped that name and they're like oh i used to do this and blah blah, blah. Oh, i know how to do that and you're like that's cool and all but you should treat your every detail as it's a brand new detail even if you've been working it for a week, you should walk in like it's your first day at work. Like things can change so fast that you need to be able to think like that. Not easy money. It's not easy money. You're still watching people. You're still doing things. You got to still do your job, you know, and that's kind of things like I see um, out there.
0: I mean, the lack of, <laughs> lack of character integrity.
1: Oh, big time. There is a lack of that, you know, and it's sad because some of these guys are really good protectors, and even gir- and girls. I'm not, I'm saying too, women too. Um, I've seen women come in and they really have to like prove themselves. And I'm like, no, you don't have to prove. What shows is your work. Just be adapt. Like if you are flexible and you can adapt and you're easy going. You don't speak to your client when spoken to, like unless spoken to, you know, just close sentences. Keep it really cool and mutual. And then just do your job and get along with your team. You're going to go far, like really, really far in the industry. Um, but there are people who are like, I'm not doing halls and walls and I'm not doing that. I don't, I don't, I don't drive or you're doing that. Um, cause if you're the driver, we all know if you're the driver, the driver stays with the vehicle <laughs> and that is it. But, and a lot of people don't want to do that cause they want to get into the shit, which is fine. But <laughs> sometimes you're going to take it for the team <laughs> today. You're the driver. Okay. Where are we going?
0: <laughs> what, what is the biggest, where do you see the egos show the most? And what, uh, let's say you're on a residential detail, give us a we, scenario. You just pull up in a residence and then all you do, you have a team, let's say a half a dozen people. What happens when everybody shows up debrief? What, what, what do you see just that evolves like the onion or the flower and it starts blossoming and then all of a sudden you just have sparks fly.
1: I mean, <laughs> I didn't get to do residential as much, but when I did do it, I mean, the biggest thing was guys sleeping on the job being complacent
0: Ooh, you know ouch, ouch. yeah true. i
1: i would and say true. that that's the number one thing that really is kind of my biggest pet peeve you know i mean we all get tired especially like if you're working that's that graveyard shift like three three a.m yeah. hits in and you're like okay i am so ready for bed like how am i going to do you know this and then all of a sudden you're almost off and you get to just to kick a win but um i would say sleeping i would also say um People wanting the other guy's position or, you know, not working as a team or that other person doesn't like that. Then it gets gossipy because you guys are all together all the time. And I'm like, okay, this is like not a good um, thing. Or your team leader is on vacation a lot and you're like, and they're posting on Instagram that they're on vacation, and you're like, okay, we got a lot of problems here, and we can't get a hold of you. Like, so-and-so is sleeping passed out in the security room, or like in the car, or they're not keeping the vehicles clean, and you're like, how did I get hired onto this? <laughs> it's like a clown. Someone here it's, you know, right? Yeah, mean, a circus. It, it really was a circus uh, shit show, I guess you would say, but you know, it, It's a learning that's this is why i love what i do and working on different teams because you get to see what's out there and you also get to see like hey i don't want to do this and that's not the person i want to become i just that's probably the only downside i've seen with like the residential on a huge team like that that's maybe i've had a bad experience but i've also had good experiences with rs you know with the residential we i've had good teams where we're like where we're like, crap, I got to go to the bathroom. They're like, I got you covered, you know? So I, w- I wouldn't say so much on, I don't do a lot of residential.
0: Yeah, there's a reason you stay away from them. World old family comes in? Not, no, thank you. Yep.
1: <laughs> All yours. I'm going to go home with my family and have a drink. You know, I'm going to go cuddle with my girls and have a glass of wine.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Because I think most of this young generation, I don't think they can hack it. In the royal families, I remember going three months straight without a day off. That's days a week, folks. 12 hours yeah. a day. Working ships. And these it's almost like this young generation coming in. They just don't have that work ethic. They're kind of lazy. Hate to say it. But I remember doing, uh, I'm not going to say what family because at NDA, but um, I was in Malibu. I went, for, uh, it was a two months solid in the summer. And it came to the end of it. I was—I had never been so sick in my life. I got some bug, some food that we got. Oh, it was so bad. 24 hours later, it was my stomach was bubbling. I woke up and I was in the bathroom. I'm not going to too much graphic, but you can understand when you're throwing up and stuff, you get the bugs. But that's just, you You know, I had to go to the store and I i could barely walk. Because I had caught something that just hit me hard. So we went down in the rouse at Malibu. And uh. Or got some Gatorade and some yogurt and no one helped me. I had to do it myself. No one cared. And no one asked me how I was doing. Nobody cared. And I'm like, this really sucks. I mean, if your team doesn't care, if you're vomiting and you're know, doing your thing and you're sick, you got a back case of something, and no one's Are you okay? You need help? Mm-hmm. And nobody everybody knows you're sick and no one reaches out to you for 24 hours, like that's not a team.
1: No, not at all. That's a team I don't want to be on
0: and that's that happened to me and nobody checked in a hey, you wants to go to the store nobody even offered wow and that's just the individuality that takes place on some of these details and that's what i went through
1: yeah you know what and i i could see that i definitely could see there's a lot of i i i um what can i do for me what can i stand out for to get more like um to be in the good positions or whatever and i'm like okay you can have it like <laughs> I'm like, I'll I'll stick in the back house and I'll go hang out with the employees that, you know, my job is just as important being in the back house and doing halls and walls or whatever it is. If, if you look at it in a different perspective, if that makes sense. Yeah, Um, it does. But I do see a lot of I, 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 I'm very fortunate that I have some really great people that I have met and they're very, they're very like team um, but I mean I've worked with females too, and females do I'm sorry to say, but we are freaking catty. And I don't Ooh, like wow, like I don't know. What do you, like what do you mean by caddy? You like drama queens? No, no, just very dominant, like alpha, like I don't know. I've been here, I've already established myself and now I have a new female that's coming in. Um is she going to take my place? Or um, what does she know that I don't know? And why is she getting more attention than I am? It just I've met females like that on a team. And I'm just like, whoa, I don't want your job. I just want to do the job. <laughs> it's all yours. Like, I'm on your side. We're here for the same reason. <laughs> like, um,
0: Is that an insecurity thing, you think?
1: It might be. It, it might be, I mean, to me, I'm like, uh, I mean, I don't...
0: You're perceived as a threat. You come on the team, you're the new lady on the team, and you have another one, they go, oh threat, threat, threat. They have to size you up to make sure you're safe. So is that kind of what happens? Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, men do the same thing, too, because men true. now know that women are needed more than they are. Yeah, because that's true. Because, especially with the corporate right now, I mean... Corporate or corporate's really looking for an, uh, the female that fits the profile of the executive assistant, the friend, yeah. you know, the nanny. Um, there's so many things that is uh, that we can do. <laughs> we bring to the table that they can't and they uh, can still look like an executive assistant. They can do all of that. They could be a nanny, but you're seeing the rise on women. Uh, in the industry, coming up, and it's great. I mean, I'm all for it. I love when I I meet new female agents. I love listening to their their journey, their background, because everybody has such an, uh, a wonderful, unique journey of how they got into this industry, and it, it's just cool.
0: So, and you have a different type of industry background. You are a close certified mm-hmm. academy graduate in California. Yeah, for Ventura County, sheriffs. And so you went through academy. and then you went to a police academy. You graduated. Yeah. And you got the certification. Police academy is no joke. It's pretty tough. It's like boot camp.
1: <laughs> it was. Yeah. It was. Um, it was quite interesting. You know, and I had I had a great time. I mean, the bonds that I made with I still we still all hang out. Um, <laughs> it's it's really cool to see. Like we all got married. We had kids. Uh, we we meet once in a while, and it's just really cool to talk about like going into the academy you just form that bond with it it's almost like when you do a team like when you're on a team for a week or like 30 days you have that bond with them they're like you're they're actually your brothers and sisters as their family now so it's just that's mm-hmm. one thing i loved about the reserve academy like is meeting all of those my friends and family my brothers and sisters i guess you would say
0: brothers and sisters and yeah it's nice when you can turn a detail into the family type of atmosphere environment so you feel safe you can be yourself mm-hmm. but when you go on like like a royal family simply is very alpha personalities everybody thinks that the first thing people are thinking about is that tip. yeah you work on whatever royal family it is so in the middle east for abu dhabi Dubai, from saudi everybody's thinking oh, she, what's the tip going to be from I, day one <laughs> Everybody's thinking about that tip before they even get a tip. And sometimes I know in the last couple of years, I know the Crown Press uh has like you know did a reorganization of the families and all that, and tips just disintegrated. And now the other guys like, I'm not gonna work for that family, they're not gonna tip and it's not not the day job anymore. And another thing is too, only in America they tip Europe. They don't tip it's yeah. American culture thing. Yeah. And I had I had it uh a principal that was in Beverly Hills that I talked to the detail lead. I said, you don't believe this. All these waiters and stuff come up to me. He goes, that guy did not leave a tip. Sorry, he they paid for services. And they said, we were expecting a couple thousand dollars for a tip for duty. Sorry, he's my client. I'm not going to tell him how to tip you guys. And they were furious. And I've been on teams where the drivers got the tip and the security got half. Or like, what the heck? But if you're thinking about how much of your tip's going to be, you're in the in for the wrong motivation.
1: There are times where I got robbed of my tip because the team leader was shady and took it.
0: Oh, that that brings another conversation right there. Yeah.
1: I mean, we've all been there. We've seen it. We've been, you know, I guess if it has not happened to you, then good for you. But <laughs>
0: That's going to happen. It
1: is going to happen. Uh, People
0: are naturally greedy in this industry. Mm -hmm. And the problem is they're not working every day of the year. And so they they have that four-month run. You're probably making $500 a day, right? Oh, yeah. And then it's based on a percentage. But I've been on details, too, where I found out that the detail leads were taking $1,000 for each head as a commission for putting the detail together. Dang. Wow. Oh, right. And, then. and as in, <laughs> the envelope was really small. And then we found out the drivers because everybody talks. If you're listening to this podcast, you have to realize everybody talks in the industry. Yep. They and do. it's a small industry. Everybody's connected on LinkedIn okay. and Facebook. And guess what? You, you A problem is with most of these agents, they're living in the now. Yeah. They're not living five months to five years from now. They're living in the now. And they're destroying their own reputation by this behavior.
1: Yeah. And it's a small industry. I mean, we've talked about this, you know, uh, before about, you know, you said you you nailed it. A lot of these guys are waiting for the next job or girls are waiting for the next job to come up. And they're like, oh, my gosh. And you're freaking out because money's getting low. But we talked about this networking networking is huge in this industry and almost in, almost anything that you do in life is is what it is you know right now we have word of technology instead of word of mouth back in the days that's what it used to be but we have all these opportunities with close protection conferences and the linkedin and they, now they're having these um, close protection um and executive protection uh mixers all over they're popping up and i'm thinking this is a great way to network and the best advice I could give to anybody is get out there and network and don't sit there and think work is actually going to fall in your lap just because you know somebody if somebody and somebody which is great but you need to know more of somebody somebody this and that because that's when the work starts to flow and then that's when you start create your name out there where you got business lined up I mean you have the opportunity to be busy every week if you want it's just how are you networking? And also how is your attitude when you are on that detail, just because you're getting paid to do like halls and walls or the driver or do some, something else that you don't want to do. How did you, how was your attitude? Are you going to get hired back? I mean, that, like you said, everything shines upon you. You know, if you have a bad day, you got to tuck that in and just, hi, you know, but it, it's crazy to see like I could see why people do what they do like grabbing the money there's a motive there you know they're they're stressed out about it um it I just the best thing I could say to people and like go out there network not saying that you need to talk to everybody on your team and get to know them and everything else let your work shine for you but on your off days if you see it like a a person needing help or something take that take that job because then you never know that that person might have a 30-day detail maybe with the royal family and then you're like oh my god i got that job because of this person